What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lex Factor Brief, our quick episode about articles that are happening today in our environment. I have a guest co-host with me today, Yale. So, Yale, welcome again. Thank you, Brad. It's uh, it's great to be here. Um, I noticed that uh, last week was your first venture as the solo host. Oh, yes. And it was such a rousing success that uh, they had to bring another guy in. <laughs> yes, I, I, I don't believe it was very successful. I always uh, do better uh, definitely playing off of somebody else. So yes, I'm well, so glad having you here. It's good to be here and always uh, excellent company. Company, uh, uh, to be in your presence. Oh, I appreciate it. I tell you, uh, up until you uh, volunteered to be the co-host, I, I, you know, I wasn't getting much sleep last night. I got one of those new memory foam uh, beds. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, it didn't work out so well, especially when I wake up in the morning. I there's a huge crevice where you're, and it just reminds me of my massive body weight. <laughs> it's it's horrible. So it's it's not the best way to wake up in the morning. Yeah, that 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 remind. Well, I mean, you can always look at it as this is the impact that you are making on the world. <laughs> That's a that, good word. Impact. That you are you are um, uh, embedded within uh, the memory. You, you I can love just it. drop the foam off. You yeah, know, just you, you get embedded, embedded in memory. That's right. I there love you it. Go. Well, today on The Brief, we're going to talk about an article. Uh, the title of the article is Lawyers Need a Digital Detox, But Can Partners' Clients Handle Being Ignored? This is such a good topic. Um, you know, it was posted in Legal Tech News. Heck, I don't think this is lawyers need a digital detox. I think everybody needs a digital detox. Well, as the as the uh, father to two teenagers, um, I can't argue with the the notion, with the sentiment of the message. But boy, I mean, not to be that guy. He says, totally setting up being that guy. Um, I hate the term digital detox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it it, it trivializes uh, the term detox, which I think really addresses some some more some more serious um, issues, which unfortunately also tend to uh, afflict those in the in the legal community as the community uh, broad. But uh, the concept again, the whole notion that we need to separate ourselves from our devices and from the content that is constantly being thrown at us in our de- devices um, there's there's definitely something there I think maybe if you know we're gonna go with the catchy alliter- <laughs> alliterative um, slogan uh, or or term for it maybe you know digital digression oh I or like that digital diversion or mm-hmm. maybe even digital discipline I mean it still yeah. gets you something catchy there but man we got to stay away from the term detox. Yeah, I really like the last term that you used. I think that is really what we're talking about. You know, I saw an an ad. Uh, it was actually a, a, a picture in an ad from way back before we had anything, you know, cell phones, computers, things like that. And it showed a subway ride and everybody was reading the newspaper. And, yes. And uh, yes. And then I saw another one a little bit, you know, a couple weeks later that it was showing these men at this workplace that was uh, on their lunch break 
and they were in the break room and they all had the papers up right. and reading the papers. So that's why I like your last term because really what it is, it's pr- prioritizing where you're spending your time and making sure you separate and use your time appropriately. In that lunchroom, maybe you're having a conversation or maybe when you get home, you set aside three hours where you're just spending with your family or something like that. It's it's really putting those things in order of what's important when and not just being on all the time. Absolutely. And I I think that we also have to divest ourselves of this assumption that not responding to something immediately is is um, the same thing as neglect. Oh yes, because it's not. I mean, I can I can tell you. I mean, in in what I do with Lexicon, we serve uh, a number of clients and a number of client locations that are strewn all the way from the West Coast of the United States all the way to the United Kingdom. So depending upon how you set about when you respond to things, I don't. I, I think you can do it in such a way that nobody is ever feeling neglected. You may have to compartmentalize when you're responding mm-hmm. to certain things, but just because you don't get back to somebody within three minutes of them sending you uh, an email doesn't necessarily mean that you're neglecting them. Right. Um, they, in most cases, now clearly, and especially in the in the legal world, um, there are going to be emergencies. There are going Always. to be situations, you know, especially for those of my attorney brethren and sisters uh, who uh, are in criminal law, clearly there are times when you need to respond to a phone call from a client right away, especially if it is coming from a payphone, assuming there are still things like that uh, in the county jail. Uh, But for many corporate clients, for many uh, civil litigation clients and things like that, not responding to something immediately, uh, or better yet, use you know rephrasing how we talk about it, responding to client inquiries at a designated time uh, isn't necessarily neglecting them. Right. I think that's a very important message that you're bringing. And I think, you know, it's something that we need to be aware of. I just saw, and I can't remember what social media site it was on, but basically this this text went out to this girl and she uh, didn't answer uh, about four hours until she answered back. And why she answered back was in that four hours, she also received several additional texts that said, why aren't you answering me? Do you not care about me anymore? Does this mean, you know, I mean, it was very like over the tops. And she replied back and said, you know, I, I don't answer right away. You know, I have other things that I'm doing. It's important that we have, you know, these time frames where I can set aside, I was studying, things like that. And it it was amazing, like the reactions to people because some were like, oh, no, you have to answer right away. If you don't answer in the next three minutes, you know, it means this. And other people are like, no, no, no. So it makes me nervous of how people are brought up and then they bring that into the workforce. Right. But it's exactly like what you're saying. You have to have those boundaries. Right. And and they have to be communicated clearly mm-hmm. uh, for, for our, our our, our law firms uh, listening today, if you establish those expectations at the outset with your client that we will respond to you 
within the same business day. If you leave us a message uh, before 5 p.m. local time, uh, we'll get back to you. It may not be during the same business day, but it will be at some point within a reasonable point in time in the evening. If you leave us something after hours, we'll get to you the very next business day. So you have to establish you know, that understanding right away. And that will hopefully discipline your clients not to feel like they are going to be responded to. They have to understand that busy attorneys uh, are working on many things at the same time. Because if that wasn't the case, if you assume that your attorney is on call for eight hours a day during the business day, then you better be prepared to be (laughs) paying them for eight hours of their time. That's quite the bill. But I think also, it also has to start at the top. It has to start, you know, whether that's in the executive suite or if it's, you know, a a, a two-person law firm, something like that. It has to start with whoever is at the top of the chain. There has to be the expectation um, set by the employees that, hey, look, you know, if you reach out to me and I'm not available, I'll get back to you, you know, same day or I'll get back to you tomorrow. And I expect the same thing from you. I do not expect in most cases that you are going to drop everything to respond to a question I have. Right. Just get back to me in a reasonable time. Uh, that's what I expect from you. And that's what you should expect from me. Absolutely. And that's going to be a wrap for this edition of the Lex Factor Brief. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.